Mr. Mom Underpants. Hmm. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the fashions. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? The friendships. Next kind of guy you can trust. Kind of guy you can drink beer with. Kind of guy who doesn't mind if you puke in his car. And the one-hit wonders. They call themselves Nana. And their hit song, 99 Red Balloons. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Stuck in the 80s, it's your host, Steve Spears. <laughs> TampaBay.com. And today, another episode of 80s News Now. And because it's my ambition to start every show this summer with Ario Speedwagon, here you go. With me, as always, he's the Kevin Cronin to my Gary Riffraff. Time spot music <laughs> critic, Sean Daly. Oh, yeah. I like how you played that song just to stick it to Brad Williams. Yeah. Our most hated listener. No, that's not true. Yeah, I know. Just like this. <laughs> just, he sent an email there. I had no idea what it meant. Um, you, we're getting more and more emails, cryptic emails from him <laughs> and Chase Squires. Oh, yeah. Like Squires three, feels... Three-worded three yeah, emails. Stung. Like, what? We kid because we love. We kid also because we're tired. We are tired. But you know what? Steve and I are about to go on uh, vacations. Not together. Yes, we are. Just tell them. <laughs> Steve and I are now officially a couple. <laughs> it was we're bound to happen. We're going to hedonism down in Jamaica. <laughs> Please don't cheat on me. You know? Eyes right here. Don't be looking around. <laughs> anyway, no. Uh, Steve and I are going on vacation. Uh, so before we went, you know, we've been on a good roll lately, and we're trying to give you more and more Stuck in the 80s entertainment. Uh, we thought we'd give you a quickie little podcast here, right? Right, but we came up empty when it came to ideas today. I panicked, I gotta admit. I felt like I was, you know, you ever the dream where you're drowning in the bottom of the pool and Nazis are shooting guns into the water? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, it's just like that, except for that I couldn't come up with an idea for the podcast. And so we came up with the idea instead, like you, our friends out there. Oh, I thought you were going to say Marty You, because that'd be like a, the best podcast ever. It would be. You know, no. what, you know what ticks me off about Marty You, another listener? We gushed about him, didn't we? Did you hear from you? Yeah, I got an email. What, what the? How come I didn't hear about that? I would have. I wouldn't have gone off on this tirade about Marty. You, I was gonna say he didn't even give us any love. What did he say? Oh, uh, come on! Everything Marty you says. I don't is think memorable. I'm allowed to share that with you. Did he do a short round thing? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that, that in no way that Marty you does a great short round. I'm going to back on that. <laughs> yes. He does. He just realized. No, he did. He did it on the show. It's, it's been recorded. It's part of history. Corner of room, meet Sean Daly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Drop the paintbrush, my friend. I love Marty Yu. He's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, no, we asked We asked our friends out there. You name the topics. You give us, shoot some questions, some, some topics, and we'll we'll riff on a, uh, 80s News Now. Awesome. So, so you ready? Uh, yeah, listener-sponsored, driven, listener-driven 80s News Now. I love it. Listener-sponsored would be great, though, wouldn't it? You pay us. 
ten dollars per question. Oh, that would be nice. We'd pay for our lunch. Yeah. All right, what do we got? What do our listeners got? Here, number one. Shellen wants to know what we think about the newly announced Aria Speedwagon 6 and Ted Nugent tour this summer. Hmm. Sean Daly. Uh, first crack at this one. Well, here's what I would do. Despite the fact that so I guess Aria Speedwagon is paying you to play their music, I'd get rid of Aria Speedwagon. So circle them and delete. I'd stick in Night Ranger. So you'd have Night Ranger, Sticks, and Ted Nugent. And then the finale is a damn Yankees finale. Nuge. Jack Blades, Tommy Shock. That's a really good idea. See, I love that. <sighs> so, camera, but as it is now, you know, I'm, I'm sure Eric Sellen's excited about it, and when Eric Sellen's excited, I'm excited <laughs> for him. But I'm going to say, you give me Night Ranger Sticks, Ted Nugent, boom, boom, boom. Fin- no, Damn Yankees finale, boom, I'm happy. What do you think? <laughs> you know, I've never seen an Ario Speedwagon Sticks double bill that Night Ranger wasn't happy to front for. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen Night Ranger open for everybody. We're going to give you guys a little secret. The secret of my success. <laughs> Oh my God! You know you can you can't rock in a lot of countries in the world, <laughs> but there's one place you can still rock. Is anybody got a roadmap? Because I'm looking for Sentimental Street. <laughs> uh, but I get the feeling you're not excited about this. You know, show. Here, here's my problem. Yeah, uh, I lo- love Aria Speedwagon. I've seen them ten times now because they're, they're here every year, and and they still put on a great show. Still have their lead, uh, original lead singer. Yeah, Sticks. Does not have their original lead singer, hence they sound like a Sticks cover band. Mm-hmm. Hence, I don't really care to see them. Okay, so but Plus you know, one but I could go, one. I could go to the beer tent for that yeah. set. You know, yeah, sure. Ted Pull Nugent, Ted Nugent, I have zero love what? in my heart for Ted Nugent. But he's got that great song, he Cat m- Scratch Music. First, he's, he's, he's a figment of the seventies. Figment. Uh, I don't like his. He's he's too political. Um, he's mean spirited towards uh, animals. Towards animals. I kind of like Nuge. I um, like the chaos theory. You know, I, I like to do most of my kills with a crossbow. So we have that in common. Yeah, we uh, we shop for arrows at the same shop. Uh, yeah, the Nuge. It's, I mean, he's got kind of do his stick. It's just not a good fit. I don't know. I still like that damn Yankees thing. But yeah, I, I you do know, like I'll the. Da- it- I like the da- only because I like the damn Yankees idea. Do I like your idea? If I'm if I'm out and I'm partying and someone else is driving and someone puts brings me to this show, I'm happy. I can have a good time. I can turn into a good time. <laughs> as long as you have your crossbow. <laughs> I like crossbow. Hey, Tommy Shaw, heads yeah. up. But good question, Eric Sellen. Eric Sellen knows how to play the game. Who else knows how to play the game, Steve? Next question. Uh, this one's from James Walsh. James Walsh asks, Whatever happened to the Red Dawn remake, and uh, what movie from the 80s would you each uh, pick to remake if it was totally up to you? 
Well, Sean Daly has never seen Red Dawn, right? I saw him pee in like the radiator. Yeah. I don't think that was Red. I don't know what movie that was. <laughs> it was totally Red Dawn. Mm. Doesn't the truck break down? Someone needs to pee in the radiator. I don't think so. And then like Jenna Jameson comes in and she's like, "Let me take care of that." Oh, oh really? Well, I don't know why. You tainted why. Red Dawn. I'm sorry. Uh, Red Dawn, of course, is the 1984 movie that uh, starred Patrick Swayze and C. Thomas Howe and Charlie Sheen, <laughs> Jennifer Grey. <laughs> sorry, that was Red Dong. <laughs> James, we're sorry. Uh, In 2010 or 2009, they filmed a remake. And it has been sitting on a shelf ever since. Really? Who's in it? Josh Hutcherson, who you may not know now, but he's PETA in The Hunger Games. His star is about ready to go, you know, right through the roof. And so So it's going to be kind of weird. Mm -hmm. No, no. Here's the deal. Um, filmed in 2009. It was supposed to come out in 2010. Um, MGM did it, and then MGM ran into all these financial problems. They went Chapter 11. Uh, eventually, a company called Film District bought up the film, and uh, it's supposed to be released November 2nd, 2012. So that's, that is the ultimate answer. When? To, uh, November 2nd, 2012. That's a huge – November's a huge movie time. Yeah. I mean, they've released their big guns. In, in yeah, early, though, Honestly, early. It's early. It's before the holiday season, just a little bit. This still, is not going to stick around. It won't still, still be. It will not be there. This was a piece of crap. They would have released it in January, February, March, or like September, late August. Trust me, November is yeah. somebody feels good about uh, that. And plus, I think it's just a timing issue. But Josh um, Hutcherson from from Hunger Games gave an interview about that just this week, and he basically said he's he's proud of what he did. He thinks people are really going to enjoy it. Yeah, and um, but there was some there was some mix up where okay it was it was shot about the Chinese and now we're gonna switch it to the North Vietnamese and or the North Koreans I think it was it, it's it's a crazy project I I'd be shocked if it's still in the theaters after two weeks yeah but will I go see it well no <laughs> but I'll rent it sometime and you and I'll you watch w- it you'll totally go see it I know I'm shameless <laughs> so anyway back to um James question what uh. What movie from these would you and me remake? You told it to Sean Daly. Hollywood comes to Sean Daly's uh, very sad apartment, very echoey apartment, and um, knock on the door. He answers. What are you wearing? <laughs> uh, I'm wearing uh, a mankini, probably, and smoking a cigar. <laughs> right. Okay. They say Sean Daly, pick an eighties movie for us to remake. Totally up to you. You know what they can remake? How about Dirty Dancing? Which I've never seen. How about um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which, which I've never seen? And then finally put somebody interesting in it, you know? And then maybe I'll see it. How about that? Wow. Yeah, I'm angry all of a sudden. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I, I think I've been on the record with this before. I, Do you I wear bikini briefs, Steve? I, I own a pair. I, you know, I'm embarrassed to Nut say huggers. I, I do too. I do too. When do you find that you usually wear them? When I'm out of all my other underwear. <laughs> I think I'm wearing my biggest I will go ones. through. So I wear boxer briefs right now. Yeah, everyone does now. You know, age. so what, Polo, Ralph Lauren, boxer briefs, something like that. And then when they're gone, I go back to, I got about three or four um, baggy, uh, rippy boxers, you know. Um, and my last one is that they have skulls on them. <laughs> and so I make sure I'm, I have no doctor's appointments or no dates that day. And, so, and then I got the, the bikini briefs. Can I, can I ask you something? Have you ever come uh, to work, you know, was it Commando? Commando. Without undies? Yeah. Yeah, 
all the time. Really? Yeah, what happens? Because my stinking apartment, it's a uh, my washer dryer, I gotta pay for it. You know? So I run out of quarters, got no quarters, no undies, even my bikini briefs have been extinguished. I will go commando for maybe like two or three days. Wow. Yeah. What is that weird? Am I like Kramer all of a sudden? Like, is it weird that you're so close to me when I mean, I'm I just not wearing underpants? Two or three days, I just I would wandered over to Publix and or Target or something and buy a pair. God, I you know I can't even talk about this on the on the air, but I, I shouldn't even say it because you know legally it's bad. But <laughs> in in college, I used to acquire underpants <laughs> by ill means. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I used to acquire underpants in a, a less than legal way because <laughs> I was too lazy to do. But I, I, you know what? That's old Sean. That, that was a young Sean. I was lost in the wilderness. I do not condone the illicit acquisition of undies at all. Oh, I'll even do <laughs> what? I'm, I'm, I'm stunned by all of I don't even know what we're talking about. All right. What movie would you remake? Uh, uh, War Games or uh, Electric Dreams. Two, two movies that... Um, Revolve around technology that has since been, you know, completely updated. So I think you can, That's you good, can do yeah. those movies again. Well, you guys see Total Recall with Colin Farrell, that remake? Was Total Recall is 1990, but I'll... I'll oh, sorry. Grandfather. Was it really? Yeah, but it's a great movie. The original? Yeah, so good. So good. And I saw the, the I saw the trailer for the remake, and I'm like, I kind of see it. First of all, no one's like as compelling as Schwarzenegger and Sharon Stone. Yeah. Get your ass to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> you do a good Schwarzenegger. That's, that's all I can do. It's not a tumor. All right, we have any other listeners? That who One more. One more. Then we'll resume with the underwear stories. Item. Roy Hager wants to know what we think of the explosion of concert DVDs from 80s artists lately. Uh, well, I just reviewed uh, Howard Jones. How has, is that? Uh, it's great. You love it. If you, um, the thing with, the thing I think that makes a great concert DVD is if you can watch it and it feels exactly like it does to be there, except for you just saved yourself $100, then I think it's great. The Howard Jones just released one that has, um, him playing Humans Lib and Dream Into Action, the, his first two albums in their entirety. He's playing it like in a, at the O2, uh, there's a little annex at O2. It's like a club that holds yeah. about 2,000 people. Yeah. And he plays it there, and it's it's, it's great because it's, it's Howard being Howard. I mean, he's real happy. He, you can hear him conversing with the audience. I mean, it's so Does small. he do No One Is to Blame? Uh, yeah. Did you cry at all? No. Maybe we'll play a little game of what makes yeah. Spears you cry later. We might. We might. Right. But I, I own a lot of um, a concert. We just did a review of the B-52s live in Athens. Uh, Styx just released one uh, where they play pieces of Aiden Grand Illusion back-to-back. I have two um, problems with uh, concert DVDs as a whole. Okay? Here are my two problems with them. One, uh, I review concerts for a living, and so a lot of times the last thing I want to do at home is pop in a concert, which 
you know, I guess it should be all encompassing the music critic's life. He loves music all the time. So I, I, I just don't want to do that. But the bigger problem I have with concert DVDs is for a very epic month out of my life, I lived with a man named Stephen Q. Spears. What? I live with you. Where are you going with this? And, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I want to have a clear voice for this. Um, it was one fateful night. I was a little lost, but Spears, you know, you were a little lost too, and we we came together. <laughs> Scratch that. Anyway, I was on the couch here, but no. And you know what happens is Spears has these big, giant, old school Seven Eleven plastic cups. You know, this is how I remember it. And you'd pour yourself big thing of wild coke, diet coke, and wild turkey. Yeah, you, know? that's, that's... you ever drink it straight? No, too strong. Yeah. And the first one, we'd probably be watching the normal movie, but then the second. Giant 7-Eleven cup of wild turkey and Diet Coke. Spears will always put in some sort of weird, like all of a sudden, get off the couch, go over the TV, and then something would weird would pop into the player, you know? And I'd be like, no, no announcement. Just the, the booze working its charms, you know? And I'm, stay, I'm a guest, so, you know, it's kind of host role. One night, Steve pops in a Pet Shop Boys concert DVD. I don't remember this at all. Yeah, you do. And I've told this story before, but never in this unabridged form. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, I'm kind of a guest here. I can't, you're like, you know, maybe you're doing a little like shuffle, you know, like the weird pet shop boys, electro pop, you know. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm starting to get this kind of James Gum basement silence of the lambs feeling. Oh, and, you know, Steve kind of disappears into the bedroom. And you come out wearing kind of small athletic shorts and maybe a University of Florida football jersey. <laughs> and the Pet Shop Boys are still on the TV. And I'm kind of uncomfortable. Now I'm starting to be like, oh, man, I, I, you know, where's the lotion? <laughs> Put the lotion in the bucket. Yeah, I'm a little weird. And all of a sudden you're like, hey. And I look up at Steve and Steve started, is doing a little dance. Dun, 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 dun. Then all of a sudden, he reaches down and meow, Pet Shop Boys wearing a short, and he shows me his genitals. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like, ah, I couldn't, even, I couldn't even like turn away fast enough, you know. And then you just kind of proceed as normal. And then like the third cup of uh, wild turkey and diet coke, you're like. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. I'm sorry. I don't want to be that guy. And that also might have been the night where you were like, all of a sudden I started to doze off, and then your face was like close to mine. You're like, sleepy, sleepy. <laughs> oh, that night. <laughs> that, Roy Hager, is why I don't like concert DVDs. Well, that's end. a good reason. Yeah. Hey, but thanks for letting me crash there. No, it's a great time. I'm sorry if that was too graphic for some. I'll never forget your little dance. Ding, ding, ding. I couldn't look away like, oh, that's kind of interesting. A little cute little dance. Whoa, no. I apologize. <laughs> you were definitely going commando that day, my friend. <laughs> you had no need for underpants. No need for underpants. The Steve Spears story. Oh, man. That, my face hurts. <laughs> Just from recalling it. That was a crazy night, but you don't want to be that guy. No, I don't want to be that guy. You know, but I felt safe in your apartment. And you know where else I feel safe? The, the Seggies. Seggies.
Ah, the magical refrain of reader mailbag. Did I, did I embarrass you? Um, there's a lot of feelings going through me right now. I'm not sure embarrassment's <laughs> one of them. I might have taken some liberties with the timeline, but that's okay. Yeah, it's it all a blur. Basically, it was like one 30-day-long night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this week's um, entry in reader mailbag comes from Bill with one L from Southeast Mass. And Bill says, hey, guys. Loved the Mark Price interview. There you go. Mark Price, of course. Skippy from Family Ties. Uh, spent some time with us on the phone. And uh, another great show. We've had a lot of good shows in a row, haven't we? We've been very lucky. What were readers saying about Skippy? Um, they love it? Yeah, I mean, he was a down-to-earth guy. I mean, it's nice to have someone on the show who, you know, understands I'm, his role in the 80s. Yeah, that's hey, That's very well said. Yeah, it's funny, like... You know, I've talked before about, you know, Steve, I get these texts from him at night. <laughs> Tonight's junkin' text. Skippy. Grade A. <laughs> we were on our game. That's good. It's good. Sometimes your your drunken texts are, you know, forlorn. <laughs> Someone needs a hug. Uh, anyway, love the Mark Price interview, uh, Bill with 1L says. He was a lot of fun to listen to. Some people who are still currently active and working seem not to be so willing to talk about what brought them to the dance in the first place. Mark seemed to hold the entire timeline of his career with equal regard. Good for him, and good for you for landing that interview. I agree 100%. A few pa- podcasts ago, when you had Martin Short on the show, a listener offered his John Hughes menu. On the Breakfast Club menu, one of the choices was John Bender's Shorts. Bit of a mistake there. Ooh. Claire asks John, where's your lunch? John replies, you're wearing it. This would imply that it should be Claire's underwear on the menu, not John's. True, John says, eat my shorts to Vernon, but that doesn't really flow with the rest of the list. Thought I'd point that out. Surprised that no one else caught it, actually. Bill with one L from Southeast Mass. Steve, what do you what do you say about that? You're like the official referee of the '80s. No, he's he's right. Really? Bill with one L is right. Um, you know, at the time we saw the menu, I, I thought the same thing to some degree, but I thought, well, we'll just go with the spirit of the email. Yeah. God, it's an underwear theme show. Yeah. If you think about of, it, a lot of undies. Have you ever told a woman that you wanted to eat her underwear? No, that's kind of weird. I think so too. Like I mean, maybe like John Hughes was trying like to step. You know, he couldn't say. John Hughes was really careful not to bring sex into the equation very much. Right. So maybe this was his way of his kind way of, of saying implying it, like, it without you know, saying I want to devour smooch, you, smooch yeah. your boobies or something like that. <clears throat> What'd you say? Smush your boobies. Smooch them. Smooch your boobies. Is that what you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I, mean, God. I, I can't I'm imagine. So uncomfortable. I guess maybe if I was 16 years old, maybe the idea of eating someone's underwear. I, you know, if you think about it, though, oh, think man. of all the John Hughes underwear references throughout his movies. 16 Candles. Yeah. yeah. Was there a uh, Mr. Mom one? Uh, weird Science. They wear undies on their heads, heads, right? Yeah. Mr. Mom underpants. Hmm. No, Uncle, I mean... What about Uncle Buck? Um, oh, what's her name? And Jillian wears... Comes over in like a little teddy to seduce Jack Bauer, right. Mr. Mom. Uncle Buck underpants. Well, that girl's in her bra and panties with Bug. Yeah. Yeah. But still, something we've done there. A book idea, maybe. Yeah. Something's going to free you from your shackles, my friend. I'm really rooting for you. I am. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. 
As always, if you have uh, letters for a reader mailbag, email us at stuck in the eighties at tampa bay.com. You know what, baby? I want to finish strong. I want to finish strong. And with a little segment I like to call. And now, our newest segment What Makes Spearsy Cry? I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. Because here we are back where we were before. Seems nothing ever changes. Do we have a contestant this week? Yes, this week's contestant is Alejandro Cardoso Solis from Tijuana, Mexico. Have you ever been to Tijuana? I have indeed. I've told this story before, I think. I went to Tijuana with a bunch of college friends, and it was terrifying, thrilling. You know, there's an epic, like, three-hour show to actually tell this story, but what happened is we actually lost one of our friends. And that sounds really sad. Like, he disappeared for, like... A good 12 hours. Wow. And we actually went to the jail there and got like bamboozled by a cab driver. I mean, there's a whole sordid story. (laughs) You know, a couple of my friends went to a strip joint and left with like cuts all over them on their legs. Oh, God. And our friend, we actually were about to call his parents and call some sort of like embassy, American embassy to help. And then he showed up with a really sketchy story. About light bulbs and, you know, a brothel. <laughs> wow. You know, I mean, really, I, I, I've, I've never told you. I'll tell you the full story. I mean, it is something else. But my only thing is I stayed out of the fray a bit. Um, but I remember wearing shorts where the back pocket was loose. So my wallet was gaping open. So I spent the whole time there just with my hand on my ass, like trying to keep my wallet in. Can we? Can you work underwear into this story anywhere? Was there an underwear angle with Tijuana? Um, I'm sure. Sh- uh, yeah, I'm sure there was underwear. I, I was really well behaved that night. I mean, I got drunk and I was worried about my buddy. I think my my plot line was like very comic relief. Like I kept e- eating these really suspect burgers on the street. I'm not sure why. That's how mine. <laughs> mine was, you know, mine was the G-rated storyline. But they have all these vendors. I'm like, ooh, it smells delicious, and I'd be like, oh, that was a bad idea. Let's have another one. Ever have Lucky Dogs? And uh, oh my god, are you kidding me? What's your Lucky Dog record in New Orleans? In in the uh, French Quarter, and I imagine the re- other parts of the city, they have Lucky Dogs. It's a big cart Ev- shaped like a heart, like a hot dog. Every block, every at the block end of the night. has a yeah. And I end every night in New Orleans with with Lucky Dogs and or Crystal Burgers. Is there a Crystal Burger in the, French Quarter? Yeah, like a really old one. And it's what's um, your Lucky Dog record? What do you think, man? Four. Oh man, that's a lot of Lucky Dog. You party hard, man. You do. That's you a, that's do. a lot of Lucky Dog. I, I, I tell you, I'll tell you my worst Lucky Dog story, and this might be underwear related, or it might eventually be. Um, I went there with my friend Blake, who I don't think you've ever met, Mm-mm. but. Blake, uh, but he's a wild man, right? He's a wild man. You never, never want to be alone with him in a city where alcohol is a problem. And we, um, we drank three for ones. Actually, those plastic cups that you covet so much, red solo it, cups. The, no, the the big plastic ones of the lair that I drink out of. Oh yeah, those yeah. are from New Orleans, and oh, they're really? from the Bourbon Blues Club, where they have three for one drinks all day, all night. And so we we would drink there. And I remember we came home one night, and we bought, we bought. We, we every dollar we had in our pockets, we spent on Lucky Dogs, and we went back to the bed and we built like a pyramid of Lucky Dogs, <laughs> and we just went through them all, as many as we could go through, and then what was ever left, we just put on the counter. And then I remember waking up the next day, 
And, and you know what it's like after a bender. You you got to have some food in your stomach yeah, you now. Yeah, 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 right. Well, I was stupid enough to go to what was left of the Lucky Dogs and polish them off oh. after they'd been sitting there for like twelve hours. Oh God. Oh man. Did you blow? Every which way? Oh, man. Let's just say that was the most uncomfortable plane ride home ever. <laughs> it was the last night, too. Never eat a Lucky Dog on the last night in New Orleans. That's oh, yeah. a lesson to be learned. Oh, man. Lucky anyway. That's a good one. This <laughs> does have to do with underwear. That's a good one. I'm pretty sure I went home uh, Comanche on that well, We got to do... Uh, have we ever done... We've never done New Orleans. Me and you? Yeah. We should do a Stuck in the 80s thing there. Well, if people would be into it, I go. It's I mean, it's to be an, an east uh, East Coast. Yeah, because I mean, this can be a rough year for us. Let's do New Orleans. Someone, and oh, then and then man. you can watch. We have- I can't. You and Bad Andy, I can't keep up with you guys. You guys are great drinkers. Thanks. You know I me. Mean? I get sleepy. Great <laughs> thanks. Sleepy. I so God. Yeah. Oh, wake up with a lucky dog. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Did we? Did I read the center? Oh no. Uh, sorry, Alejandro. Alejandro would like to play. Um, America's favorite new game, What Makes Spearsy Cry? Here is Alejandro's attempt. Steve, look at me. Dry face, totally dry, solemn, stern. Are you ready? A little sweaty. Yeah? Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. All Fire right. Away. Be honest. If yeah. you start to... All right. I'm a little happy, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be really sad. Yeah. Um, here's my shot at What Makes Spearsy Cry. I'd probably guess that Spearsy's favorite singers are Dennis DeYoung and Steve Perry. Ooh, I like where he's going on this. And in his fantasy world, <laughs> I'd never, ever want to visit Spearsy's fantasy world. Oh, God. Everybody gets a, <laughs> get off the plane. Instead of Lay's, they give you a free ball gag. Um, <laughs> seeing both the lead singers back together with their original bands would make him cry. No? All right, think about that. Are um, you crying? No, not really. No. Then how about if you got to introduce them on stage, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in 20 years, Steve Perry and Journey. Oh, oh man, you are totally, no? Uh, Little Miss? Little Miss? All right, hold on. Alejandro has a kicker here. All right. Okay, my final shot. Good luck, Alejandro. The granddaddy of them all. Spearsy is flown to New York on a private jet and whisked away to the Waldorf Astoria Hotel, given a designer tuxedo, and then is ushered on stage to, are you ready with the tissue, Steve, to induct both Styx and Journey into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Another lucky oh, winner. Oh, that's not fair. Alejandro Cardoso Solis from the great city of Tijuana, Mexico. You are a winner of What Makes Spearsy Cry. Steve, do you have any gifts for Alejandro besides a tissue soaked in your tears? They better be tears. Yeah, Alejandro doesn't want anything that I have to give him. <laughs> come on. Send them, send Alejandro a little something. We'll try. All right. Alejandro should come to New Orleans. And try the Lucky Dogs. We yeah, Steve will play, pay for your flight. For no, I'll pay for your Lucky Dogs. Yeah, he'll, you'll buy him at least three Lucky Dogs. So uh, you have that going for you. They should be consuming. There you threes. go. Alejandro knows how to play. What makes Spearsy cry? How can other people play the game, Steve? As always, send your sobbing questions to stuckinees at tampabay dot com. Right, is this gonna work?
So this is the last song. I know, I know, because you, know, you know, we're doing the two albums, right? And we've done the first one, and now we've done the second one. And I'd love to, I'd love to start all over again, but I'm sure you have other appointments. I've been waiting for so long to come in there and sing the song. Oh, don't be fooled by what you see. Don't be fooled by what you hear. And we're back. So there you go, Steve. A little bonus show for our fans. We're in a nice groove lately. I know. I kind of wish we could keep talking. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe the stupid stuff we said on this show, though. What? We're going to regret this one. My illegal underpants? Illegal underpants. The lucky, lucky dogs. dogs. Nah, the, nah, it's the, fine. Just a little bonus show. The smooching the boobies thing? I, what I, was that about? I have no idea what you were talking about, though. Oh, I didn't say it. You boobies. said it. Um, so you're going away, uh, on a cruise. Yeah. Short cruise. Uh, I kind of have a staycation. I'm going up north for a couple days and, uh, we shall return though in a couple weeks. And we promise you grade a, a drunk text <laughs> message <sighs> to daily. <laughs> Charles in charge. Best TV show <laughs> oh, ever. Man, you've had some wild drunk. Text. Oh man. We're getting Sean Penn. <laughs> I haven't made any calls yet, but I feel it. <laughs> anyway, all right, there you go, guys. Uh, we'll be back, um, yeah, a little, little more than a week, with uh, another string of great shows. We have some great interviews set up, some great themes shows, some of your favorite installments, movie busts of 1981. Movie busts is coming up. Oh, uh, what is it? Rock dinosaurs of the 80s, part five. How many parts have we got left? Is it? Just one or two. Is this the finale? I'm telling you. I was trying to pull together the notes in that earlier today. <laughs> if it's not the finale, it's damn close. <laughs> Does anyone ever cry out for rock dinos? Uh, no, not really. Um, so there you go. So we'll come back with all good stuff for you guys. And we what's our pace? About we've been one a week now, right? Yeah, yeah. This is old school. Yeah. As long as we can talk about underpants, we can be here forever. In the meantime, Sean Daly and myself. And a legion of underwear-loving 80s fans. We remain here, hopelessly, stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. Read our blog at TampaBay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Nice, you stuck your landing. <laughs>